Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Do We Love It podcast. This is your host, Dr. Water with Lemon, recording live from the Gen A studios. We are back in sunny Southern California, just returning home from a long stint in Baltimore. Uh, let's see. Well, I guess for starters, I, uh, I'm on call for jury duty right now, which I don't know why they haven't updated that system, but it is a force. Um, so I've actually done it before, but it was so long ago that I, I, hold on, let me preface that. I've been on call for jury duty before, but I've never been called in to be a juror which is a dream of mine, just always wanted to do it. So each day I call in and I'm hoping to get called in and they just won't, they won't do it. Maybe they listen to the pod and they know that I'm, I can't be impartial. And it's just, I mean, well, actually, do we love it? It's kind of based around being a juror, deciding which things do we love and don't we. So, now that I think about it, I'm one of the more practiced jurors out there, and it's kind of a shame that they're letting this talent just go to waste on the bench right now. Um, but the system is ridiculous. It, I'm pretty sure it hasn't been updated since they came up with the idea of a jury. Every day, you got to just call in and listen to like this automated thing, and if they don't call your group, then you... You just call in the next day. And they're like, oh, yeah. It's the definition of just the government just laying their nuts on your face and being like, you have to do this. Okay. I will. I don't want to go to jail. But there's no there's no notification system. It's just, hey, make sure to call in every day at 5 o'clock. Like, you can't... Like, can I give you an email? Like, I'm happy to go in, but... Now I, and and I get nervous about this shit because I, I don't I don't know what the pen I in my head if I don't call in or if I miss my appointment for starters I'm missing out on my dreams, but secondly, I think I'm going to jail for like 20 years. So I have it on my calendar. I have a reminder set every day. All I do is just look at it all day, getting. It's, it's a weird feeling of I'm excited to call in at 5, but I'm also nervous I'm going to forget to call in at 5. Um, and this, this is going to go on for a week. I'm not off the hook until Friday. I was hoping, you know, day one I call in, hey, big dog, expert juror, come on in. Nope. They saved the good people for last, I think. Um, so I got that going on. Do we love the jury notification system? No. I mean, we got a lot of tech guys out there. Can they bring in a tech guy to set up some email? A little email notification, maybe a text, a little SMS? Come on, man. Don't want them to get the app because my operating system probably isn't friggin' capable of downloading that app. Do we love operating systems? No, I don't fully understand the operating system, but the fact that 
all of a sudden Apple's just like, yeah, we got a new operating system. You have the same phone, same computer, but now your shit just doesn't work. Okay. That's convenient for no one. So, would prefer Jerry to email me, Jack329. Not going to say the last numbers because I don't want spam. I'm on a war against spam. Big unsubscribe guy. I feel like uh, you either fight the good fight on unsubscribing or you just give in. Like the Natterhorn is, she's past unsubscribing. She just has 10,000 emails in her inbox. And I'm just Operation Zero. And if I get a rogue, if I get a rogue guy coming in, I'm either spamming that ass, or I'm clicking on it if I'm feeling risky, and I'm clicking the unsubscribe button, trying to keep that that incoming low. So, don't get any ideas about emailing me. Do we love the unsubscribe button? Hell yes. I actually, I've always been curious. It's one of the like. Do companies have to have that? I, I was thinking, I, I wanted, I keep, I've been wanting to learn more about this for years. And it's just one of those things that I'll never look into. They, they have to be mandated to have an unsubscribe button on their emails, right? If I was doing a mass marketing, I wouldn't put the unsubscribe button on there. I mean, there's no benefit to it. So... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe if anybody wants to do research, find out the legality behind unsubscribe buttons. That'd be helpful. I know we're all wondering. Uh, do we love nachos? So I actually, I had, I was on like a pretty good run of nachos. Uh, I think because I was on the East Coast. I don't, I, I do really enjoy nachos. I just, I just don't get them a lot. But when I do get them, I really like them. Um, but also, and we all know this, this isn't breaking news, nachos vary. It's not an obvious, I was going to say, it's not like wings and, or it's not like a hot dog. Like for the, and I know Dr. K is rolling his eyes right now, but for the most part, a hot dog's a hot dog. So yeah, some are better than the other, but at the end of the day, they're on a scale of like, three to six and a half like you're not getting a one you're not gonna unless it's a soggy you're not gonna go absolutely apeshit over a hot dog I know I'm losing half my audience right now but nachos I feel like are a true one to ten scale there's just and the thing with nachos too is yeah, some places have good ones and some don't. But some places also have good days and bad days. It, it's very dependent on who's loading that bitch up, you know? And so it's risky. It's a risky order. And I think the only solution to this is nachos need a mandatory side of salsa. It's the only way to prevent this there should be no upcharge. You shouldn't have to ask for it. It should be standard across the United Nachos of the world. And the reason for that is what makes nachos trash 
is not necessarily the amount of toppings, but where they put the toppings. And the amount of toppings does have an effect. But if they're fully loaded up top and they don't layer the toppings and you just have a big bed of chips underneath, it's really like 25% of the plate is nachos and 75% is just plain chips. So, and that to me is unavoidable. The, the sanctions we would have to put in place to get rid of that, it's just, it would be too much of an undertaking where nacho control is out the window. The, the bad guys already have the bad nachos. There's no way to, to reel it all in. So the only preventative measure for bad nachos is to provide some salsa. Because then at least if we eat all the toppings, and we have a little side, that's the side of salsa. We don't want it on the nachos, on the side, side of salsa. If we have a side of salsa, now all of a sudden you just have salsa and chips. And yeah, it's not nachos, but it's better than just no salsa. Um, so just something to chew on, just something to chew on, something I've been racking in my brain. Do we love nachos? Yeah, of course. I'm a fun-loving guy. I like nachos. Not against nachos. But, you know, it, we need a little standardization. We need a little nacho regulation. Um, oh, this was a uh, big observation from Baltimore. With AirPods. So... I don't know if this is a good or a bad thing, but AirPods are kind of hiding crazy people. And by that I mean, Baltimore, you get like, there was like a good amount of tweakers, a lot of people talking to themselves on the street. And with, with AirPods, my initial instinct was, oh, this person's on a phone call. Like, they must have their AirPods in. Because the thing was, is a lot of, you know, obviously, like, certain people, it's like, all right, this guy is clearly homeless, or this guy is clearly crazy. Like, they, you know, they look not well, which is unfortunate, very sad. There's other people who are kind of well not well presented, but they just look normal. Like, they look like a normal person, especially nowadays. Like, Everybody's working from home. Nobody dresses up. So, I mean, you could easily see me and think I'm homeless. But on the flip side, you would you don't look at me and think I'm homeless. You're just like, oh, like this loser works from home, you know? And so there was a lot of people that, I'm like, wow, a lot of people are talking real loud on their phone call. And I started doing a little deep dive. And I would try and like walk around the side of these people to get a glimpse of their ears and they wouldn't have ear pods in so then it finally hit me that they're not on ear pods they're just crazy which is fine um but you know i i'd like to i would like to know if somebody's on ear pods or if they're just a lunatic. It, it definitely is gonna factor into my decision on how close I walk to them on the sidewalk. So, and you know what? I don't have a solution for this. I think this is just a sign of the times. Um, for the record, I'm a, I am a wire guy. 
I, not the TV show, the wire, I, I wear earbuds. Buds means you have a wire. Pods means you're Bluetooth and you're getting brain cancer. I'm not getting that. Uh-uh. So I'm, I'm actually out on all things Bluetooth. In my car, I have the auxiliary cord. It's fantastic. I get in the Natterhorn's car. It's got Bluetooth. It drains the battery. It takes forever to connect. If a call comes in, it messes everything up. Every time, do you want to import your contacts? No, fucker. Just play my audiobook. It's Bluetooth is where people are going to look back in history a hundred years from now. Everybody's going to be back on the audio jack and be like, what the fuck were people doing in 2020? Like, what were they doing? And or 2022 now. And I'm glad I'm going to be on the right side of history. Hopefully this podcast goes into the National Archives and it'll be a case study. I don't know what else there is to say about that, but the point being, not only do hardwired pods and auxiliary cords prevent the brain cancer slash the government infiltrating your brain, it's a better listening experience. And if everybody was just not on Bluetooth, we would know when people are talking to themselves versus on a phone call. So, a lot of things to chew on. I've, I've been chewing a lot lately. Um, I, I mean, honestly, I could keep going. I'm pulling into the, the Lydia Lad pad right now. I'm kind of sad. I might take a spin around the block and just keep letting it fly because, I mean, we're in crisis mode right now. Um, that's really all I got. Let's see if we have a little outro here. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'm just going to do a quick. Oh, sorry. I hit the off button. Eh, eh. Oh, wow. I like this. Anyway, thank you for tuning in. Celtics and Five. Watch the clip of Cedric Maxwell talking about Draymond Green. He said, if he tried to pull that shit in the 80s, he would get punched in the face. Cedric Maxwell's the man. <laughs>